Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Hello, Auburn fans, and bless your heart to everyone else. This is Auburn Elvis, and welcome to War Horses, one of the top 20 podcasts dedicated to Auburn Equestrian. So, let's talk a little bit about Auburn Equestrian. Actually, let's talk a lot about Auburn Equestrian. We had some big meets this weekend. Our weekend started out in Dallas on Friday with a 12-6 victory. Overall, it was a very comfortable win for Auburn, but it actually could have been a little bit more comfortable. We uh, gave up some points over on some rides that we probably shouldn't have. We took fences 3-2, to two, and we took the flat 3-2 to two to start off. Uh, actually, freshman Ava Stearns won the MOP over on the flat. Um, we did give up some points as, uh, in those hunt seat rides, though. Uh, one thing in particular that did stick out was sophomore phenom Michaela Langmeyer. She lost two rides. She did not get a point uh, against SMU, which is very uncharacteristic. This is actually the first time she has not won this entire year. And then stretching back to, oh goodness, back before the national championship tournament, last time she didn't win a point. So been a while uh, since she has not won. And uh, so, you know, kind of an off day for her. Uh, One of those rides, it looked like it was could have been a bad horse over on the flat. Uh, the other rider that won had a, a pretty low score as well. All the other flat riders had pretty decent scores, so it was probably a bad horse over there. You figure, well, maybe she just didn't do a good job adjusting uh, to that, and the other rider did. But she also didn't turn in a real great. Uh, well, she didn't win. She, I'm sure it was great. I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm. She's not a great rider. She obviously is, but she did not win her pointy fences as, as well. So you know, you're just like, oh well, she had an off day, but. You know who didn't have an off day? Some of our other riders, because Auburn is such a strong team that even when you have one of your top riders maybe you know failing to score, you usually have a whole bunch of other riders up there taking in the slack, and that is exactly what we did. Uh, Emma Kurtz and Taylor St. Jacques both won uh, uh, their two rides and uh, given us four points among the two of them in the hunt seat. So we ended up uh, with the one hunt seat uh, ride, I think the fence is there, and then uh, a bunch of points from horsemanship. Over on the western side, uh, we got four of those five points with Taylor uh, uh, Cyril's winning the MOP ride on that. Uh, that gave us a 7-3 to three lead at the half, which was very comfortable, and so we really weren't that challenged. Then over on the western side, uh, we also got uh, four of the five points in that with Terry June Granger taking MOP honors over there. So, pretty good day for Auburn. But we could not spend much time celebrating because we had to pack up everything on Friday night and drive on over to College Station for our meet on Saturday. So, we faced off against uh, the number four ranked Texas A&M Aggies. And actually, they probably should have stayed number two. They were ranked two the previous week, but they did lose. Um, but it was a very close loss. And uh, frankly, they're the 
They're the second best team in the nation. But they ain't the best team in the nation because you know who that is. That's Auburn. This was a close meet from the start. Uh, basically, Texas A&M is loaded with talent, but they are very inconsistent, or at least they have been very inconsistent so far this year. Uh, they'll be up one week. They'll be down the next and vice versa. Well, they were a little down the previous week, so that meant they were probably going to be up, and they were. They gave Auburn their best rides of the year, and it was a very close meet, uh, but Auburn did beat them. So, let's see how that meet went down. Basically, the first event was fences. We normally expect a whole bunch of points out of fences, uh, but the, the Aggies rode very, very well. Uh, we did take a 3-2 to two lead uh, that was, it was very closely decided. The raw score total after fences, uh, if you add up everybody's ride totals, was 432 to 431, with us with a slight edge. But we did get, that slight edge gave us one point, which, would, boy, would go on to help us. Uh, Ava Stearns actually took the MOP uh, honors in fences. So we're having good rides. It's just that, man, Texas A&M rode out of their minds against us this weekend. Uh, then we got a big boost over in horsemanship in that event. We got a four to one victory there with freshman, uh, Olivia Tardoff winning the MOP in that event. Now that gave us a seven to three lead at the half and we were going to need it because, uh, again, they rode us super close in flat. Uh, we took three points to their two points, which gave us 10 points sitting at that point, uh, at that stage in the meet, it meant, at worst, we were going to tie on the overall points and have to go to a tiebreaker. But you really don't want to do that. You want to win it all outright. Um, oh, and uh, Michaela Langmire won uh, the MOP rider uh, uh, MOP award on the flat. So she basically bounced back from her not great day on Friday, had a great day on Saturday. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We are loaded with talent. So even if one of our riders has an off day, you can you can usually expect them to uh, uh, continue to perform maybe the next day or some other riders to step up. So then the day finished with uh, Texas A&M uh, mounting a bit of a comeback. They did win uh, 4-1 to one in reigning, uh, but because of Peyton Hall's lone point in the event, that assured that we were not going to have to go down to a tiebreaker. And frankly, we probably would have won on the tiebreaker, but you don't want to win on a tiebreaker. You want to just blow them out. Uh, we didn't blow them out, but hey, we win and we got out of there. So, this was a huge win for Auburn. Uh, this was our biggest win of the year, actually. If you uh, recall, I mentioned back on the podcast last week that in the preseason look-ahead, this was the meet that I felt like we were going to get upset. Uh, basically, in the preseason look-ahead, I was kind of thinking that, you know, with all the talent that we graduated, it was going to be hard for Auburn right out of the gate to perform at the same level that we performed last year. Well, you know what? It's looking like I'm wrong. Our freshmen are doing extremely well. Uh, all of our riders are doing well, but the fact that we have such uh, a strong freshman class that has come in this year has has enabled us to maintain uh, our dominance that we demonstrated last year. So even with a team like Texas A&M, which is probably the second best team in the country, giving us their very best shot, we still uh, were able to take that best shot and beat them and stay undefeated. So, let me give you a list here just to illustrate what I'm talking about. I'm going to name off some names for you. Ava Stearns, Olivia Tardoff, Maddie Spake, uh, Jen Casper, 
and Kayla Shellnut. Now, these five ladies are all freshmen, and they all scored or tied for a no-point draw against Texas A&M. And remember, this is Texas A&M given their very best rides of the entire season, and five of our freshmen were basically able to still get points against them. That is the strength of the recruiting that we did last year and brought in here at Auburn, and it is the reason that Auburn is still undefeated today. So, War Eagle on that. Um, actually, and there's a second point here that um, I kind of mentioned this in some of the Twitter, uh, some of the tweets that I was sending out during the um, Texas A&M meet on Saturday. Uh, one of the cool things that Auburn enjoys is this uh, ability for riders who will double up in their events. Now, what what that is is when you've got your uh, you've got your two types of riding. You've got your uh, hunt seat, which again is the fancy English riding where they wear the helmets and the jackets and the you know ascots or whatever. And uh, the, there are two events over there, and then you have the Western events, which they look like cowgirls and they're riding around doing stuff uh, in those two events. So doubling up would be where you're a good enough rider that you would ride in. In, uh, two of those events in that in your seat, either the hunt seat or the uh, western. Now, I, technically, you could cross over and ride multiple events in different seats, but it, that I don't know that we've ever done that. It, it would be logistically very tough to do, just because you've got to change your entire uniform out, and some of those events are going on at the same time. So it would be very very difficult to ride, and I don't think you ever see that. Now it, you could do it totally in a pinch, but you you boy you'd have to do some quick costume changes to get that done. But it is not that uncommon to have riders who will do that within the same seat. In fact, at the smaller schools, you see it a lot more because they just aren't that deep and they kind of have to do that. You know, they'll have one or two girls who are just super good and they're the best in everything and so they have to ride or you'll have some riders who maybe she's really good on one of the seats she's not so great but you know that you really don't have a lot of options so you just have to ride her but over at Auburn with us being so deep and so strong that if you see a rider who is riding in multiple events at Auburn that is an indication that this lady must be good and you see it a lot at Auburn, actually. Um, you have Emma Kurtz, you have Michaela Langmire, you have Taylor St. Jacques, and Western's Deanna Green, who we have all, well, actually this weekend, rode multiple events. You have also seen earlier this year and this weekend uh, three freshmen, Paige Mathis, Alex Pellett, and Ava Stearns, all riding in multiple events as well. So to see that going on at Auburn, it mean, that means something. That means we got some good riders over here at Auburn. And uh, just to give you an idea of what a good uh, points advantage that tends to give us, Think about it like this. When you look at these uh, these four girls, Emma Kurtz, uh, Langmire, uh, Taylor St. Jock, and uh, Deanna Green, these four girls, and you could probably add in Ava Stearns, who did it this weekend over at uh, uh, SMU, I believe. She rode uh, uh, two events. Take those four or five riders, and they're going to ride two events. So that is eight to ten points that those riders are responsible for. And so if you're looking at a meet that only has 20 uh, points total, that those riders Riders right there could get you half of the points available in the whole darn meet. So you have you can basically win an entire meet with just those girls. And again, 
these girls, because they're at Auburn and because, you know, Auburn is only getting the best, if they are able to ride two events here at Auburn, that means they're probably going to win most of these points. Now, they don't win all of the points, but they come close in most of the meets that we ride against. I mean, even against Texas A&M, who, again, probably the second best team in the country, uh, we all these ladies almost won all those points. So, yeah, that's a huge advantage here at Auburn. Just amazing. Just amazing when you can have uh, ladies ride in two events like that here at Auburn. Great, great, great sign of how strong we are as a program. Now that we've talked about Auburn, let's talk about the race that's going on to be the second best team in the country. Around the sport, you saw some other teams riding. It wasn't just all about Auburn, although let's be let's be real, it kind of is all about Auburn. But over at TCU, Oklahoma State went over there and narrowly won uh, 10 to 9. So again, Oklahoma State, we faced them to begin the season over at UT Martin. Uh, They're kind of an up-and-down team. They got some talent. Uh, They did push us a little bit over at UT Martin. They've won some decent meets. They've lost, given up some. But over at TCU, they narrowly beat the Horned Frogs. A little bit tough to win on the road in this sport, so to see them do that, very good for them. Uh, They'll probably stay up there among the top of the teams. Uh, Baylor lost at Fresno State. Boy, I tell you what, if you've been paying attention this season... If there's one thing you can say about Fresno State is they are really good at home. They have been upsetting teams at home. Now, then they go on the road and they don't do so well, but they are just killer at home. And the thing is, next uh, next half of the season, we actually go out to Fresno State. So that might be a little bit of an upset alert. We'll see how we do out there. But, boy, they're really good on their own horses. Kind of makes you wonder, is something going on over there? But anyway, I'm not going to suggest that anything you know, foul play or whatever, but I'm just suggesting there's some foul play. Anyway, back uh, to the next day, Baylor uh, then rode the next day against Georgia, who was also visiting Fresno State, and Baylor lost 6-10 to to Georgia. So the Bulldogs, you know, yay, okay, whatever. Then uh, Georgia rode against Fresno State, and they only won 10-9. to Again, Fresno State, very tough at home. One interesting note about this, this was Georgia's first road trip of the season. Can you believe that? They have been riding lights out at home. Now they go on the road, and they almost get beaten. Actually, they haven't been riding lights out. They just lost to Texas A&M at home. So, yeah, Georgia, who knows what's up with them? We'll talk more about Georgia a little bit later. So that's kind of your, your look around the sport. One other thing of note is there was an award given away uh, for the uh, month of October, the SEC Rider of the Month in the Fences event. Uh, Auburn's Emma Kurtz won SEC Rider of the Month. She was a perfect 4-0, and 4-0-0, uh, because it is possible to tie on your points. Uh, she was a perfect 4-0-0 uh, in the month of October, so the SEC recognized that, and that's great. Let's talk about something interesting that you won't get on those other 19 Auburn Equestrian podcasts that may or may not exist. And let's talk about MOP gifts. As you may know, MOP stands for Most Outstanding Participant or Most Outstanding Player. Sometimes they'll refer to it that way. Not sure why, because you don't really play the event. You ride it. So let's just say participant. And what they do with that is uh, when you win that event, you give out one for each of the uh, 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 each of the events. You give an award for your, hey, you're the MOP, you're the best rider. Every school who hosts the meet uh, gives a gift. It's expected of you to give a gift for these ladies who win the MOP honors. Now, typically what you see is flowers uh, because flowers are easy. You can run down to the grocery store and grab a bunch of flowers for five bucks. And you can do that. And frankly, in some of these, I bet that's exactly what they do is they run down to the grocery store and buy five 
five bucks. But hey, you know what? They're flowers. They're you know the thing about it is though, if you're visiting, if you're flying, uh, what are you gonna do with flowers? You know, you're gonna take them on the plane with you, and you, you can't put them in your bag. I mean, you're probably gonna throw them away. So a lot of these schools are looking for things, these gifts that are not flowers, even though flowers are fine. Uh, because again, you know, flowers aren't super practical. So you see a lot of schools giving different gifts, and I've just been noticing lately a lot of these different types of gifts. So, let's look at some of these. We, uh, you, and Basically, you can tell what they are because everybody takes pictures of the MOP riders at the end of a meet, and you can see what their gift is because they're holding them. So, over at SMU this week, uh, the MOP riders were given medals. Now, this is, again, not uncommon. You'll see some where they will uh, get these medals engraved, and they're you know kind of standard medals that you would just order and get them engraved. I think they said the, the actual event on one side and maybe the uh, school on the other. And they've got a little, you know, ribbon you can put it around your neck. So, yay, uh, SMU, you didn't give away flowers. That's cool. Uh, you gave away medals. Uh, very nice, but kind of standard. Then, the next day, over at Texas A&M, we got to see what they're giving away as their MOP gifts, and they're giving away these small, personalized bunt cakes. So, yeah, again, if you think about uh, possibly going down to the grocery store to get your flowers, well, maybe they, maybe they were out of flowers at the grocery store in College Station, so they bought a bunch of personalized uh, bunt cakes. Now, they probably didn't do that. They probably have some uh, vendor or somebody special there, you know, locally that does really nice bunt cakes and, and all that. And I'm not saying that it was cheap or anything. In fact, I think it's kind of cool to give away consumables as your gift is very neat. Um, but yeah, so that's what uh, Texas A&M apparently gives away as their MOP gifts. Uh, that's really neat. You know, okay. Um, but if you really want to see some nice MOP gifts, well, you might want to show up for Auburn, Georgia uh, equestrian meet this weekend. Uh, I have it on very, very good authority that Auburn will be giving out some very special MOP gifts uh, for their showdown with their SEC rivals. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, as we transition into Auburn hosting Georgia this Friday. Now, this is the last meet of this half of the season. So we're going to finish out the 2019 part of the schedule uh, with this meet for both of these two teams. Uh, Friday, November 15th at 3 o'clock Central. You show on up and you're going to see these two uh, SEC powerhouses riding Equestrian. And again, I uh, talked last week about how uh, neat the atmosphere at Auburn Equestrian is the uh, at the center. It's a, it's basically a garden party. Well, it's going to be kind of a cold garden party. Uh, the, the weather prediction is for some cold weather, so dress warmly, you know, come buy some... Uh, hot chocolate or coffee from the concessions and then just watch all these great rides going on it should be a fun time now georgia is a very very good team but they have not been blowing these teams out uh they definitely didn't look as strong uh in these last uh, couple of weeks as they looked at the end of last season uh, but they do have a lot of good riders they recruit very well over at georgia they're just not maybe not hitting on all cylinders or maybe they don't have the level of talent that they've had in years past We'll see how that all works out. Um, they're only just now riding in meets away from Georgia, which again might be a little bit of a of a learning curve or a performance curve for them. Again, it's a big advantage to ride at home in this sport because you're riding on your own horses. You don't carry the horses with you when you travel in most cases, unless it's the uh, national championship pretty much. So you're relying on the horses provided by that host school. And the riders on the host school 
are probably more familiar because every time they host, it's that same pool of horses. So you now you don't necessarily practice on those horses day to day as the host school, but you're more familiar with them than the visiting team is. So and it's kind of like that or it's definitely going to be like that in the national championship. So it really uh, behooves you. Oh, that's a horse pun to get as much practice as possible. Um, especially early on with these road trips so that you get practice on horses that you're completely unfamiliar with. And that's what you saw with Auburn. We went out to UT Martin for the very first um, meet of the season and, you know, started getting that experience then. Well, Georgia has taken a different approach and they have been, you know, living fat and happy on their on, on their home meets. Uh, but now we're going to see if that really, uh, if that's hurt their chances to maybe knock off Auburn. So we'll see what they can do as far as adjusting to some unfamiliar horses. But win or lose, uh, Georgia has looked good but not great uh, for most of their meets this uh, season. Um, it's kind of debatable as to whether they're even really are the second best team in the SEC. They have that by benefit of uh, Texas A&M being so inconsistent that they have lost some meets that Texas A&M probably shouldn't have lost. But Texas A&M did beat the Bulldogs over at uh, Athens or Bristol or someplace. Bishop, Bishop, Georgia is where they ride. Um, so I, I tend to think that Texas A&M is just better than Georgia. They did beat Georgia, so that should count for something. Uh, but they are, Georgia is our big rival, so we'll go ahead and, and consider them the second best team in the SEC, even though they are probably not. Uh, but Auburn cannot take them lightly because you can bet that they are going to give us their best shot. They're going to be focused on Friday, and so we need to be focused. Now, if you think back to that season look ahead, preseason look ahead that I mentioned earlier, I did predict that we would lose to Texas A&M. I, I didn't think that our freshmen would be so strong so early. Um, and so I thought we would lose that game. I followed that up with another prediction that we would lose to Georgia in this upcoming weekend. I'm now not so confident in that because, again, Georgia hasn't looked as good and we have looked much better than what I thought we would be in the preseason. But that, again, we can't take them lightly. They do have the potential to beat us. And if we are still living off of that Texas A&M win, the dogs could roll right on in here and beat us. And we certainly don't want that to happen. So, um, but all that to say, I'm going to be very, very happy if my prediction is wrong. But, uh, you know, let's, yeah, let's just let that happen. Let's not, you know, I don't care about being wrong. I just want us to win. Uh, but we got to stay focused, and uh, you know, if we can do that, we should win that Georgia meet and remain the sport's only undefeated team. Because yeah, everybody else has lost except for us. So we got to keep that going, y'all. Also, if you go, come by. I will be there. And a little birdie tells me that a certain visitor from the sceptered Isle will also be in attendance at the equestrian meet, receiving the royal treatment from uh, the Auburn Equestrian uh, Program. So that is our show. I hope you've enjoyed another episode of War Horses, and I hope to see you at Friday's Equestrian Meet. Thank you very much for listening. War Eagle and War Horses. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?